To this week's episode of Shattercast. I'm your host, John. I also have with me my friend Joel. Joel. Hello. Brian. Derek. And that is for some reason the way that I do it every time, <laughs> but it doesn't make sense. Hey, if it's good, why mess it up? It works. <laughs> but it but we works. are here uh, to talk uh, this week about a movie that we've all seen. Uh, a few of us, uh, we saw it last night, actually. This might be a first time that's happened when we've all watched the movie. We've all watched the movie we're talking about. <laughs> Don't let them know our Brian, secret. Please. <laughs> let's let's, yeah, let's, let's not bring that up anymore. Um, but we've all seen Shazam. Yes. Good. So we're going to talk about uh, the things we enjoyed. I'll go first because uh, I tend to comment on everyone else. So I'm going to try and keep my thoughts a little, little inside today. Um, I really like the movie. Uh, I think uh, as we go around the table, we'll hear that uh, all of us had a similar experience where it didn't necessarily, (laughs) most of us had a similar experience where we didn't necessarily hear or see things uh, that we were expecting in this movie. And so uh, that being said, I really enjoyed uh, the bits of humor. Uh, Everything that was in the trailer was hilarious. And all of those scenes in the movie were good. They were good humorous scenes that I, I really enjoyed. Um, I was not a big DC fan growing up. It was pretty much just Superman and Batman. But aside from that, I know, Brian, that's a cardinal sin for you. Um, <laughs> but I was a Marvel fanboy, like through and through. He's about uh, to hop across the table. This <laughs> <laughs> Superman uh, punch you. I'm yeah. just saying yeah. Batman versus like Thor. Fair enough. Ooh. But you can't, oh, you can't really oh. compare those two, but okay. It's okay. I mean, okay I'll, so I'll let you go. So okay. Batman go. and, I don't know, Iron Man, because both of them are just rich people with technology, but otherwise no superpowers. Boom. Still think Iron Man would win, if, except, you know, Batman. Preparation. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the rule. Batman will always win. Debatable. <laughs> Whoa. Back, Back to continue. Shazam. Back to Shazam. <laughs> to Shazam. Doing great. So, uh, Shazam, I really enjoyed uh, the character. I enjoyed uh, Zachary Levi. I thought did a, a phenomenal job in that role. Um, the the foster family, uh, Victor, Victor was amazing. <laughs> he was he was That's the dad. dad. He was yep. the dad in the foster family, uh, and I thought he did a phenomenal job. Uh, his humor was great. The way that he he loved the kids. The the conversation uh, with him and his wife about how you know uh, it's the kids who decide when a home is a home, mm-hmm. and so just like the little things that honestly those are teachable moments for for people that that it's really encouraging for me to see in a, a silly superhero movie and we'll find out soon just how silly shazam was um or not uh but in in a superhero movie to have small moments like that that are so real and applicable um to to, to real situations and real life that you don't need to learn about how to be a good foster parent when you're going to see a superhero movie but you saw a bit of a glimpse into what that world can look like and i like that Mm, awesome. Yeah, I mean, for me, then I did not know much about this ki- this character or the world when I watched the movie. So it's pretty all all like I knew was just what I saw in the trailer. Uh, so when I went into it, it was a bit of a shock, and it may not have been as funny as it may have been marketed to. But honestly, like the like, scenes that I in, like enjoyed the most were the scenes that were actually not in the. Tra- trailer because <laughs> mm-hmm. i thought that they did use some of their good jokes in the trailer 
yeah. still good jokes. But I don't know. To, to, to me, I guess what I really thought was fun, fun, fun like with it was um, just to see uh, the the like the like growth of the like lead for the more than anything. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was cool to see all, all of his different powers because me not like knowing what his special power was mm-hmm. to see that he had. A few, obviously, we, we we like will not say them all, but more than one. It was more than one. It was more than fun. So I remember specifically in disability. That was a good scene. That was a great scene. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, to me, like when I watched the movie and I left the movie, I thought it was a good time. This is not yeah. like a top top like ten movie, but it was not like it was a bad movie. It was just yeah. oh, it was a fun movie. Yeah. yeah, I think it was a good movie all around, and it was a good movie for DC. It was a worthy installment for yes. DC. What about you, Brian? Uh, I liked it. Uh, as you said, it was a really fun movie. I really enjoyed the connection with Shazam and Freddy. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> they played that off so well. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, <laughs> it was actually pretty comic book accurate as well mm. because it was based off the... New 52. Yeah, the New 52 Shazam, which is... If you don't know, that's the latest reboot of the DC universe. There's way too many universes. We're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> we don't true. have that much time. Right. Anyway, um, just the overall story was good. It might not have been exactly what I expected, but it was still good. Yeah. Cool. I appreciate that. I thought it was solid. Um, I thought there was great acting from the kids. The Foster family kids were amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They did a great job. Uh, uh, Billy Batson and Freddie, just their dynamic was amazing again. And Zachary Levi just did a really good job playing Shazam. Amazing, yeah. um, I grew up knowing a little bit about Shazam, so I was very interested in this movie. So that was some cool dynamics there. Um, as you were saying, John, they had some great messages about home and family and just really seeing them highlight foster families. Really cool. And so I was glad a movie uh, went there with that. And that was a nice twist towards the end, how they decide to deal with the bad guy, won't go too much further in that um, but if you have read the new 52 comics uh, it is comic book accurate so that was really cool um, and I thought there were some touching scenes uh, there's one scene where Freddie is yelling at Shazam because he feels like you know as soon as Billy um, this kid who gets these powers as soon as he got these powers he is now just becoming a bully and mm-hmm. he's you know using these powers just for his own gain and to gloat and not really to use them to protect other people which is and also so, somewhat comic book accurate yeah, yeah. and so I, I i love the idea of shazam this kid who gets these superpowers and, and when he says shazam he's in this full body now but he still has a mind dream yeah <laughs> he still has a mind of a teenager and and what would you know they do with that power so um that those were some pretty cool high points I think that's a good point I, I like to imagine that if i became a superhero now you know i would have the mindset and the like the i would carry myself like captain america but would you have the <laughs> well, some that's Solomon, respect, maybe? That's, uh, <laughs> well here's the thing i would need the serum to have the body of captain america but i like to think that i would have I like the, i think the, this is pretty good <laughs> <laughs> pull it off dude i don't know i mean you need to, you need to look at yourself in a better light john <laughs> that's you are a child really of god john <laughs> <laughs> that's what this you're is all, really about you're john, all very about very john. kind yes wow. can we just make an, a new podcast all about me <laughs> we can call it all about me the john yeah, cast the john john cast well now someone's going to steal it um okay so back to uh, yeah so i i think that um 
I really appreciate those two perspectives because, again, I didn't grow up with uh, DC on that level. I didn't read the DC comics, whereas I did with Marvel. Um, so, so knowing that not only did I think it was it was a good movie, despite being a little different than I expected, uh, hearing that it was pretty accurate to the comic book portrayal uh, is exciting to me because a lot of times we try and justify movies that aren't accurate saying, well, it's just too hard to make it perfectly accurate. So we just mm -hmm. let things go. Mm -hmm. So it's always exciting to see a good movie that is accurate to the comic mm -hmm. books. Um, some, some things that, that I didn't like as much. Um, and this is even, this is a situation where I think the problems that I had aren't general movie problems. They just should have been different in this movie, I think. And, and what I mean by that is the movie had some, some dark and gritty moments because that's what DC does. I won't give any spoilers, but if you've seen the movie, The Boardroom, right? Cool. <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. If you've seen <laughs> the movie, The Boardroom. I okay. mean, you don't uh, want to <laughs> lose your head over this whole thing, okay? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so uh, it, it, that, is a very, that is a very DC thing to do. Yeah. Um, and, and here's the thing. I think the dark and gritty moments made sense. But it was a good balance. Is oh, what yeah, they, it, yeah. It balanced it out. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think I think this is a, a good example of a movie that handles dark and gritty well, mm -hmm. whereas a lot of other DC movies... They go too far. They go too far. dark. It's, it's no all dark and gritty, or it's Aquaman, and there is no dark and gritty, and it's just kind of like a, a lull fest the entire yeah. time, which is fine if that's what you're looking well, I guess for. it depends well. on, your, on, your, on your point of view. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I thought it was pretty I dark. would be interested to see what any of you thought was dark and gritty about Aquaman. That movie was just like a comedy. That one time when his hair got messed up. That, oh, was, that was a sad yeah. moment. I know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. sand. It was coarse and rough. And <laughs> that's Star Wars. Oh. That's next week. <laughs> okay. That's just, that's just like, um, anyway, so uh, with with the the dark and gritty, they handled it well, and it was well balanced. But this is the movie I expected to be a little bit funnier than Dark and Gritty, mm -hmm. whereas uh, any of the other DC movies, the same balance of dark and gritty with humor would have knocked those movies out of the park. Mm -hmm. Whereas in this movie, the the balance of dark and gritty, I think, should have uh, been a little bit less. Uh, so it's like they're they're finally getting the the formula right. They just put it on the wrong movie. <laughs> so it's, they're getting close, which has me really excited yeah. for like Wonder Woman two. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. What about you, Joel? Yeah, I mean, to me, like from from from, from like the very first scene of the movie, like even then with like, I guess can like we talk about the the, the, the car like crash, so to say. You know, like the, the guys, Jeez. he's oh, they yeah, laid out yeah, yeah. on the ground. Kind of blood. It, we, I thought that he that he was dead for sure. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. So this like did take more of a dark turn. Having than that I be thought the opening would. scene was like, yeah. what? Yeah. This that, is not yeah, at all what I expected. But it was, <laughs> right. but, it was, but, it was, but what I thought was kind of cool was like we like knew it was the bad like, guy right like away when he looks at the blue orb mm -hmm. and it reflects in his eye and we say oh it's the foreshadowing there so yeah. i was like but then we see like the one lady put her hand on the door and then she gets like <laughs> yeah. the sitting yeah. i'm like dude i'm like hey like oh man like too they, soon. They, they got Infinity their marvel they got their marvel in my dc they got their marvel <laughs> in DC. it was like but like i don't know like it's there was something like a two like um i don't know it's like this this film though, even though it had these dark moments, and there were also moments where it was kind of love and life. And I think yeah. that for me, it's like I kind of dig that when they do that, you know, because life is funny, but it can have dark moments and it can have serious yeah. moments mm -hmm. and it can have things that you know or whatever. So I was fine with the balance, you know. When like mm -hmm. I watched the movie, then there was no part that I was like, 
this is this is too foul or mm-hmm. or you know whatever but there were some parts that did shock me by like like i said when the woman put her hand on the door and then like screamed and died and i was like okay it's, it's worse <laughs> when you say it like for me it was a shock now just like oh dang that's crazy but for you it's like she put her hand on the door and screamed and died yeah. <laughs> it just sounds I darker mean, than it felt in the moment <laughs> she was disintegrated alive S- slowly, it wasn't. It wasn't a fast disintegration. It's it was like, not like you haven't it's seen true. it before, right? It's it's yeah. unlike this Infinity like War, where like like Black Panther just kind of disappears. She was like obviously in a lot of pain. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I was Actually, like, was really true. bad. Wow. It was pretty bad. Yeah. So I don't know, but I thought that that was kind of an interesting direction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. I don't know what to. Interesting like, decision, on. DC. Interesting. <laughs> uh, you know, I was like, okay, this right, this right here is art. So you would agree there is possibly a little too much darkness. I would say Possibly. that I was surprised by it, but judging by the other DC movies, and I kind of wasn't surprised. I was surprised mm-hmm. because it was a Shazam movie, mm-hmm. but I was also not surprised by knowing what they made before. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll piggyback off that. So I thought the movie was solid. Um, I'm glad I saw it, um, and I would see a sequel. I'm not sure if I need to see it again. And based on the trailers, I was suspecting a different movie, and we've talked a little bit about that. I was hoping DC had their Ant-Man, which is kind of more hilarious, more funny. And they had some funny moments, but they did go kind of dark in some areas. And I think the darkness worked when it was more around, you know, the the issues of foster families and trying mm-hmm. to find, mm-hmm. you know, your uh, biological family, some of that, some of those dark things kids deal with today. And I applaud them for doing that. I'm, I'm super glad that the movie did with that. There were some, we mentioned the boardroom scene and, and we won't super describe it, but it was really dark and it lasts for a long time. <laughs> and you guys were mentioning like the opening scene lasts for a long, long time and it's to set up a villain. And I thought the villain kind of fell flat. And so, mm-hmm. For me, I think this could have been an opportunity for DC to have just a really funny movie that hit um, some of those heart-wrenching moments, which is Mm -hmm. what I was hoping for. And and I felt like they did go a little too intense is is the word I want to see or want to say. I feel like there's a couple superhero movies that if they turn down the language a little bit and the intensity a little bit, it could be a fun family movie. And I think even a family movie, you can talk about death. You can talk about hard times. Um, and, and I think I'm looking for more superhero movies that you could bring a 10 or 11 or 12-year-old to and share that experience with. And because this movie went so dark in some scenes, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. I don't even think yeah. there was any language I really if that much in this movie, was it? Yeah, there's there's some language. And, and near the end, Santa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they, they still bleeped it out. They did, but yeah. yeah. Well, and, and just jumping on, on that one point, um, I, I would say, like, if, you know, if you're a parent who is uh, concerned about specific things, like, one of the things I love about IMDb's website is they have a parental guide for, like, every movie. And if you click on it, it will give you like exactly how many times they say this word or this word, and it it tells how you how many times yeah. do they say Shazam? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and and then it'll like break down like if there's violence, like graphic violence, and it'll tell you like exactly what happens. Um, which yes, there's going to be spoilers, but if there's specific things that you might have a kid who is really afraid of of you know like the supernatural stuff, like, mm-hmm. like dark the, scenes, the, yeah, or whatever, like those, yeah, yeah. those dark mm-hmm. scenes, like mm-hmm. uh, you can see what they are, but and and be able to make an informed decision before That's you take point. your kid. Yeah. So yeah, cool. 
any dark or any negatives for you? Uh, basically, what everyone else said, you know, I was expecting more of the fun, silly movie, and it was a little darker. But I'm kind of glad, otherwise, it just would have been like a big joke. Mm-hmm. And then, kind of more for me, I feel like it maybe took a little too long for him to get into his powers and learn mm-hmm. everything. But I know it's an origin story, but maybe like a little too long. But yeah. other than that. I don't want to spoil too much, so I'm yeah. not going to say. It's like a lot of his coolest moments happened in the third act, and we don't want to talk about the third act, yeah. you know? So it's like, if you get through the first two acts, yeah, I think it's really fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. And, and there's a lot of touching scenes in, in the yeah. first two acts, which which is yeah. good. So well, and building good. up on the foster family mm-hmm. and like just the theme of family. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mentioned it before. Victor's probably my favorite character. <laughs> He's just such a good dad. Yeah. Um, and I know you had some you did some things you wanted to talk about yeah. that with with the foster family. Good job, good segue. So That's what I do, getting to our John the Segway Wyand, getting to our faith point. Uh, one thing we want to highlight is that this movie highlights foster families, and I think that's huge. And today, um, um, that we can kind of promote that and see a superhero film that highlights that. That's really cool, and it just make me think about um, just the idea of home. Uh, when Billy is new to the family, one of his sisters, youngest sister, Dee Dee, I think. Um, anyway, she Darla? just Darla, Darla, yeah. Darla, sorry, Darla. Darla. She's so excited. She runs up immediately and calls him brother. And yeah. that was and so beautiful. That was, it was. That was and, and it took him a little while to like warm up to that. Like, who are yeah. you? Like, yeah. why are you doing this? And it just reminds me of what the Bible says in Ephesians uh, one five that God adopts us back into his family. Mm-hmm. And so when we see one another, we may have never met someone before, but if we know that they are a Christian, they're a believer, hey, that's my brother, that's my sister in Christ. You know, I can go and give them a hug and it, it's not weird. I'm, hug I'm just sharing me, that brother. <laughs> and so- um, Drake and Josh, no one? <laughs> sorry, but you're on your own. <laughs> so, oh, there it goes, there it goes. Oh, that's beautiful right there. So what do you guys think about this idea of adoption? Um, God adopting us back into his family, him becoming our heavenly father. But that also means that we're all siblings, you know, we're all mm. um, part of the same family. What do you guys think about that? I think it's it's an important point to make, um, especially since one of the biggest struggles and uh, conversations that I've had, like I can I can talk about a lot of like deep theological concepts with with people who, who disagree with me. And it's it's really not that hard for me. But when you start talking about real life experiences, like how do you explain God as a loving father to someone who has never had a loving father? Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't have the concept that you're trying to communicate to them in, in their story. And so how do you do that? And it's difficult. And that's one of the things that I, I loved about their focus on the foster family is just because your biological father or your biological mother weren't the best you know, showcases of what love is, mm-hmm there's still the opportunity to be grafted into a new family mm-hmm. and to find love and to find that genuine care uh, that, that Billy did uh, and that all of the kids in that family that were fostered found in their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is what we find in Christ. Even if we have a really crappy dad or a crappy home life, if, if we had a bad experiences as children, there is hope. There are good parents out there, uh-huh. you know, and, and being able to recognize maybe I didn't have the best dad in the world, but I knew people 
who had amazing dads. Mm -hmm. And so that shows me that there are good dads out there and gives me hope that that the dad up there is really good too. Yeah, and I think to that point, you love the, the foster dad in this movie. And I think each one of us can be a big brother, a big sister, someone, uh, even a father or mother type figure to someone else. Yeah. We can adopt that role, whereas officially or not. So I think that's a good point too. I agree. Uh, what you said earlier, not on the podcast, but before you were like when uh, the kids choose the home. So it's kind of Jesus we have to choose him so we still choose to love him and call him our father so we still have that choice that was good i didn't even tell you to say that <laughs> good job. i really like that yeah yeah there was uh, i don't remember the exact wording but there was a scene in the movie where uh the two foster parents were talking and and the the dad was saying well uh so and so ran away when they first came and and what did we learn we learned that the kids are the ones who decide that it's a home we can't tell them that it's a home mm -hmm. and it was such a powerful moment and that's such such a good uh uh correlation there like like we have to choose christ mm -hmm. it's on us <laughs> yeah i mean throughout like the whole film then i saw some themes that could re relate to the word of God or to our Christian faith. And you got that point, which is obviously an awesome deal because we see both like Shazam there and the lead villain, Thad, Thad, Thad. Thad. Um, and both of them are shaped because of their mom or their dad. Both of them are shaped because of how they were raised. And mm. we see Billy learns to kind of find love again and learns to oh you know and learns to open up because he finds that family there Thad, Thad like never has that arc uh he stays where he's at and he and he, and he never really grows past that instead the hate just gets more and more to the point where he wants to invite these dark things these these diagmonic things into him to bring down his whole family mm -hmm. like that's like his whole goal is to just bring him down so it's like whoa like this guy you see just how that deep how the deep hurt is there. Um, one like, thing that I thought was pretty neat looking at Thad was he gets his source of his strength and his, and his power through this kind of blue eye. And you see it and, like you see it in the trailer there. And within the eye are the seven sins that are person that are personified as these demonic things <laughs> that can kind of hop around and whatnot. Um, and if we look at Matthew 6, 20 like 22 it says uh, the 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 like lamp of the body is the eye and if if therefore your eye is good your whole body will be full of light but if your eye is bad your whole body will be full of darkness so we see literally that is full of this evil darkness and it literally comes out, out of his eye like it's all about his perspective it's about you know all these things so that i just thought was kind of a, 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 a neat little faith point there you know because if the people who like wrote who wrote who like wrote the story we are not sure like where their faith is mm -hmm. but still cool to that i'm sure that they probably were thinking about the same yeah. thing at least that's what i think you know well if they're gonna go so far as to make the bad guys the seven deadly sins yeah. uh, i i I would be surprised if this was coincidence yeah. at that point. Like, <laughs> Even though whether, whether, most of it yeah. is Greek mythology. <laughs> right. It's like whether yeah. whether they are religious or not, they probably did the slightest bit of research. Yeah. I hope that's not giving Hollywood writers too much credit, but I, I want them <laughs> to have done a little bit of research. Um, this has been a great talk, and I love one of the things you said about their father experience because I wanted to say, and I almost forgot, that Donald Glover... <laughs> 
was <laughs> was the dad of the supervillain, and he was the dad of the supervillain in Smallville, Lex Luthor. And it's just like he's now in two different DC content things <laughs> as a dad. Thanks. And he raises a supervillain. We need to stop letting him have kids. Stop it. <laughs> whatever, whatever is in him is just bad. <laughs> just, just no more children. Speaking about that, real fast, Brian had one more faith point I think he okay. wanted to bring up. I was trying to figure out how to bring that in. Thanks. <laughs> uh, one of Got the main you, things is like uh, Billy had to prove, him, prove himself to become Shazam. And mm. the line that really spoke to me was when he said, you look for someone pure of heart. He said, there is no one. Like, no one is pure of heart. The person you were looking for does not exist. And I think that's the reason why the wizard was like, you are pure of heart because you're humble enough to say that there is no one. Yeah. yeah. That's a really yeah. good point. And, and when he gets his powers, he proves that he's not pure of heart. We talked yeah. about that earlier. He turns into a bully for a little bit, you know? Yeah. And it just, it, it, it gives strength to what's already inside of him. Yeah. And uh, gross. there's a cool verse in Bible, Romans 3, 10 and 12, that says, uh, no one's perfect. Everyone sins and everyone has that in them. And we have to be humble enough to admit that, hey, I have bad stuff within me and I need somebody who's greater than me uh, to help me with that. And, and God is the one who uh, name we can call on. And, and that's a really cool connection, too. So I like that idea of that explore who is pure of heart. No one except for Jesus. And that's who we need to call on to help us. So. Yeah, it's good stuff. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Joel, Brian and Derek. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh. I know. <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping I wouldn't Shazam. accidentally say like Gabe. Or... <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All. Uh, I mean, oh. <laughs> Gabe's thank off camera. Gabe, thank you, Gabe, Gabe off camera. Thank Everyone, you, Gabe. clap for Gabe. <laughs> and we will see you next week. <laughs> Peace off. Shazam. Shazam. God, take this mask away. You see.